0: I trust that you have your Bibles prepared in the book of Jonah, Jonah chapter 2, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah. All right, there it is. You're wondering, where was it? When all else fails, go to the contents. Jonah chapter two and verse number one. We'll stand as we are a God by the reading of his word. The Bible says, "Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord, His God, out of the fish's belly, and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction, unto the Lord, and he heard me out of the belly of hell, cried I, and thou heardest my voice, for thou hadst cast me into the deep in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight. Yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped around about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land let us pray father we thank you so much for being a faithful god even when our eyes could not see you were right there dear lord we thank you for bringing us to this point in another year wait not for your mercies we will be consumed so we think thank you for what you have done and what you will do in the days ahead and as we look into your word for this final time in 2021 may you use it as you do time and time again to speak to hearts in a very special way save some lost soul, stir the hearts of every believer. May we be challenged to be closer drawn to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for standing. You may be seated. Watch night services are often filled with a variety of emotions. Why? It's the end of the year. And the end of the year is a time for reflection as well as a time for planning looking forward to the new year, to set some goals, to accomplish some objectives. But as much as the end of the year is a significant time celebrated all around the world going into a new year, I've said it before and I'll say it again that there really is no difference going from November to December than it is from going from December to January of a new year or even going from December 30th to December 31st compared to going from December 31st to January 1st but this time is significant in that we have made it to the end of this defined period of time that we refer to as a calendar year it gives us an opportunity to assess, to reflect, to review to judge ourselves in a number of areas, especially where we want to and need to improve. But one of the additional opportunities presented to us at the end of a year as we reflect is this, is the opportunity to be thankful. There are many people who began this year of 2021 who are no longer with us, but thank God, by his grace, we are still here. For that, we ought to be thankful. There are many obstacles that we had to overcome in 2021 to get to this point. And because we overcame those obstacles by God's grace to still be in the land of the living, we ought to be thankful. 2021 had its times of challenge. Had its times of affliction. Hardship. These difficulties... Range from the financial, the emotional, the spiritual, the physical, health challenges. They range from marital difficulties to family problems, parental issues, problems at school for young people, problems on the job, problems in the church, problems in the community, problems in our country, problems in our world. After all, COVID-19 is still here the times in our federation we had well over thousand active cases but thank god we are still here we must be thankful even though issues still exist even though cases are rising once again we still ought to be thankful why it could be a whole lot worse in our text in the book of jonah I want to draw your attention to this prayer. This prayer by this prophet Jonah, very familiar to all of us. We've heard of Jonah from the time we were young and growing up and the fact that he's the only one recorded in scripture to have been swallowed by a fish, a whale some say. And he was in the belly of a fish in his attempt to run away from God. And here he is praying from a very unusual place. But when you look at this prayer, what you find interesting, what stuck out to me, that even though Jonah was in the belly of a fish, this prayer is a prayer of thanksgiving. Jonah often gets a bad image, a bad rap. The one who ran away from God as if he's the only one who's running away from God. Some people, Many people listen are still running. But how many of us would be praying a prayer of thanksgiving in the middle of our crisis? In the middle of our affliction? That's what Jonah was doing here in Jonah chapter 2. And I want to preach a message tonight very briefly and I know you're going to believe me this time. A message entitled Thanksgiving in Affliction. Thanksgiving in Affliction. I don't have to chronicle the fact that we've gone through severe and serious hardship and challenges in 2021. We are still going through challenges. And Whether you are coming out of your own personal challenge whether you are still in the middle of your challenge, whether you are about to enter your challenge, it is still appropriate to give thanks. Not to say thank you for the challenge and God, I'm so glad that I'm struggling mightily. But when we talk about being thankful, we're not talking about necessarily being thankful for the challenge, but being thankful in the challenge. That's what we find Echoed in this prayer from Jonah in Jonah chapter 2. And so very quickly I want you to notice with me, first of all, if you're taking notes, the serious difficulties. Notice what Jonah says in verse number three. He says, For thou hadst cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about, all thy billows and thy waves passed over me. He was in some serious trouble. Trouble was on every side. Has there been some times? Have there been some times in 2021, where you felt like trouble, trouble was all around. Yeah. on every side. You looked in front, you saw trouble. You looked behind, you saw trouble. You looked to the left, you saw trouble. You looked to the right, you, saw, you looked up, you saw trouble. Listen, trouble was everywhere. Verse number five, Jonah describing his difficulty. He says, the waters compassed me about. Even to the soul, the depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. Verse number six, he says, I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Serious trouble. Serious difficulty. This pandemic has thrown the world into a a tailspin. And we find ourselves facing serious difficulty. And as a result of the serious difficulty, we often resort to, secondly, sheer desperation. Such was the response of Jonah, listen to what he said in verse number two, he said, I cried by reason of mine affliction, out of the belly of hell cried I. These difficulties cause him to cry out in sheer desperation, oh God, I'm in trouble. Sure, there were some times in 2021 where some tears were shed because of affliction. Loss of a loved one, loss of a job, bills stacking up everywhere you turn, sickness. And as a result of the difficulties, our soul, our emotion cries out. Because there's a feeling of desperation. A feeling of being overwhelmed. It's part of our human response to hardship. Difficulty. We cry out. It's human. For instance, if you or I were caught in a fire. I would submit to you that we would cry But our cry is for a variety of different reasons. If you're in your home and you find out tragically that somehow you you are trapped and and there's a fire and you can't escape, I will submit to you that it's very likely and logical that you would cry. First of all, because it's hot. You're feeling pain. You're feeling... Trapped and overwhelmed by the fire that's enveloping you. But I submit to you that you'll also cry not just because of pain, of the heat, but you will cry for fear. Even if the fire has not touched you as yet, you're going to cry. Why? Because there's fear that there's a terrible outcome that you're facing, or about to face. But you probably would also cry as well. Why? Because in crying, you're crying out to receive help for your situation. You're crying because somebody might just hear that someone is trapped in the fire, and your cry is a cry that someone would rescue you from the dilemma. Those of you who've been here for some length of time, you would have heard that my brother and I have two of them. I'll leave you to figure out which one. But before he got spankings, I guess we've determined later on that it was some kind of strategy. Before the, 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 the spanking would even ever come, he would cry out in, uh, in just the, 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 the most desperate of cries. And yet, the, 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 he hasn't been touched. And after a while, we as the older sibling, my sister and I, realized that, boy, this strategy was really effective because the more desperate the cry seemed as though the spanking went away even before it was delivered. It was a cry of desperation. Jonah cried a desperate cry as a result of his difficulty. But what I want to notice here in this passage Jonah did not just cry, but he cried to the right person. Notice with me in taking notes, the strong dependence. Verse number two said, I cried by reason of my affliction. Look at this, unto the Lord. Look at verse number four. He says, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. Verse number 7, it says, When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer came unto thee, into thine holy temple. My friend, uh, crying is not enough. We have to cry to the right person. Often we rely on the wrong people. We put our confidence in human entities. And we have seen through this pandemic that is now raging on for two years that man is sorely and severely limited in what he can do. If we never realize that, we ought to come to that realization really fast. As a people, and not just locally, but around the world, we have a tendency to be very demanding on the scientists as they research and try to find solutions for this pandemic. But I, for one, I'm I'm very sympathetic sympathetic to them. Because as this pandemic rages on, as this virus does what this virus is going to do, they are learning and finding out things as they go along. They have to see how this virus is going to function. What, how it's going to behave before they can find a solution. This virus does not stay the same. So neither can the solutions. You see my friends, man is not omniscient. Man is not omnipresent. Man is not omnipotent. But thank God, he is And as we use and we must use good judgment and common sense in dealing with this pandemic, it does not take away the fact that we must continue to depend on the Lord. Without him, we can do absolutely nothing. And Jonah in the middle of this crisis, he had some strong dependence on the Lord. But notice as a result of his strong dependence Jonah benefited from supernatural deliverance. Amen? I hope you're paying attention to the words here because get this, Jonah is in the belly of a whale but yet he says in verse number two and he heard me I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I and thou heardest my voice. Jonah in the middle of his crisis is saying, God delivered me. Past tense. Look at verse number six. He says, I went down to the bottoms of the mountains with... The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. You're looking at me and you're probably puzzled and you're saying, wait, Jonah got deliverance? Was he speaking prophetically? Was he speaking futuristically? I mean, after all, he is still here in the middle of this fish. But let me help you understand that Jonah understood that he had already been delivered. You see, my friend, in the middle of his rebellion, he was overwhelmed by the waves when those men on that ship threw him over into the waters. And in the middle of the sea, God sent a fish to swallow him up and to keep him safe. So while we think of this fish as the most terrible punishment and judgment which it was, God sent this fish and if this fish had not come to swallow Jonah in the ocean, he would have been done for. So Jonah is in the middle of this fish, thanking God I'm still alive. I could have been overwhelmed by the waves, I could have been overwhelmed by the ocean, but you sent a fish to swallow me and to deliver me. No wonder he had a prayer of thanksgiving. The mercy and grace of God. You know, sometimes we find ourselves in difficulties and we cannot see that it's God's mercy that still has us going. Do you realize that COVID-19 gets blamed for every and anything? Listen, it doesn't matter what it is, COVID-19. While people are benefiting, listen, there are people who are getting rich from COVID-19. And it's COVID-19. the business endeavors that have arisen as a result of COVID-19. You don't hear people giving thanks for that? I'm not saying this pandemic is a wonderful thing. I'm saying like Jonah, we have to find ways to be thankful in the middle of difficulty. Churches, and this one is no different. We found ways to minister by way of conferences worldwide as a result of COVID 19. New opportunities to reach beyond our shores. People have benefited by being able to work from home without commuting, without worrying about parking and childcare and buying new clothes, being able to spend more time with family have been benefits of COVID-19. Jonah was grateful for his deliverance while he was in the belly of a fish. Look at what he says in verse number 8. He understood the mercy of God. He said, They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Jonah understood, uh, like Jeremiah says in Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 22, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Look at verse 6. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. Jonah was thankful for his salvation his salvation from the the depths of the ocean but even I believe as well that Jonah was thankful for the salvation that he had from God you see my friend salvation is a beautiful thing why? you're saved here tonight your worst day on earth is better than a lost person's best day in hell You're saved tonight. You ought to be amazed. I'm amazed that you love me. I'm amazed that you care. Through your precious blood, I found pardon, and my sins are washed away. Jonah said, I could be thankful even though I'm here in the dark. The weeds are wrapped around my head in the middle of a fish. But I got supernatural deliverance. Notice with me, number five. As a result of his supernatural deliverance, Jonah acquired some sincere devotion. Verse number nine says, But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving I will pay that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Here's what Jonah was saying. God, because I recognize your mercy, I can't help but be thankful. I'm going to confess my sins. He understood that he was in this position because of his own personal rebellion. And in the middle of that fish, he says, I'm going to make a different decision than the one that I made in running from God. I'm going to change my course. I'm going to change my direction. After all, for God who's been so loving or for God who's been so merciful, how could I run from such a God? I ought to be running to this God. Not from. I got to serve this God with some more dedication. Greater passion. More fervor. More commitment. And as we're about to enter this Year, this unknown year of 2022. The question for each and every one of us, what can we do better for this great God? Are, are you waiting for this pandemic to be over before making up your mind to serve God completely? Or are you going to serve God with thanksgiving in the middle Of affliction, there was a stark realization from Jonah: salvation is of the Lord. In other words, Jonah was saying, "God, deliverance comes from you. Whatever predicament I find myself in, it comes from this. Deliverance comes from you. So it makes sense to serve you." That's why he said salvation is of the Lord. Sincere devotion. And notice, when Jonah made up his mind, when Jonah realized that God, I got to serve you better. I got to serve you more faithfully. Even in the middle of my rebellion, you've been merciful to me. You've been gracious to me. You've delivered me. Even though I'm in the middle of a fish. Look at what the result was finally. There was a spectacular development. Verse number 10. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. As a result of Jonah's attitude adjustment, as a result of Jonah's thankfulness, In the middle of his affliction, God intervened and delivered him from the belly of a fish. Jonah had a heart change, but his heart change was precipitated by the fact that he was first thankful in the situation in which he was. What is God saying to us? You can't wait until everything is resolved in your mind to be thankful. You have to recognize and see my goodness, even in the difficulties. And the amazing thing is, many of the difficulties that we find ourselves in are our own doing, just like Jonah. So Jonah says, God, you've been merciful to me, you've been gracious to me, you've given me what I did not deserve. And as such, I'm going to be thankful in the middle of my affliction. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to be devoted to you. God says, Jonah, you got it. I'm going to deliver you even from that situation. And I trust that even as we are still in the middle of difficulties, and the, part, the reality is difficulties are, the part, are part of the human existence, God is saying, in everything Give thanks. But this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Let's be thankful. We have much to be thankful for. Especially here in St. Kitts and Nevis. What we call struggling is really not struggling. But suffice it to say, God has been good to us. And let's be thankful. Let's go into 2022 with some sincere devotion. And if you're here tonight and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, salvation is of the Lord. God wants to save you. Not just save you from your difficulties, but save you from sin. The greatest problem to plague mankind. And if you're here tonight and you're not saved, there's a three-step process for salvation. Admit you're a sinner. Believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross. Gave his life your sin. Confess. Repent of that sin. Make a 180 degree turn. Turn to him as Savior and Lord. Serve him. Let him be Lord of your life. God wants to save you. What a better way to end this year than to be saved.